This is 680 CJOB. Welcome to The Main Ingredient. We have a great show lined up today. We have Sheila Bennett, who is the owner and founder of Kitchen Sink, a commercial kitchen located at 370 Donald. But first up, we are talking to Cheryl Zeeland, who is a former fitness competitor and the creator of the wildly popular Cranked Energy Bars. How's it going today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to CJOB. Thank you. <laughs> You're a first timer. It is. Yeah. A little nerve wracking. Exciting. Okay, let's get into the meat of what you're here for. So my first question is, what are Cranked Energy Bars, and how did this business begin? Well, Cranked Energy Bars are a fresh uh, energy bar that you'll find in the fridge, not on the shelf at uh, the retailers. So, um, I mean, six years ago when my twins were born, I was pretty much like any other busy mom, busy with the kids, running around and not eating my favorite meal, which is breakfast, and I think one of the most important meals of the day. So I kind of just worked around the kitchen and put together oatmeal and some other fun things and said I got to turn this into a bar because I wanted to eat breakfast every morning on the go while I was worrying about the kids. And uh, it took three years to come up with something that was kind of edible and that tasted not like chalky protein bars, <laughs> but actually something good and healthy and kind of sinful because it's, it's like a guilt-free treat almost and you know the biggest thing was that it provided energy for me to take care of the kids um just grabbed one and out the door we went but that's how it kind of came and in my first you know initial post on facebook i think i kind of sold 200 bars to my friends and family and it was cool they loved it and uh i thought you know what i might actually have something that's worth testing the market with and uh yeah, we've just kind of grown from there. It's a great need for fresh, fresh energy bars on the market right now. Totally, in, in every way. Um, my One of my favorite sites is bodybuilding.com. Mm-hmm. And before I got here, I saw an article on there about you and uh, you know how you, <laughs> <laughs> how you how you got into the fitness industry and stuff. So why don't you give us a little bit of the background of your... Uh, oh my goodness, that seems so long ago, that yeah. article. It was so much fun. I love that site um, though. They have great I know, great it's stuff a great source of info and yeah. motivation and just like realistic, real life people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've been active my entire life. I mean, I started Highland Dancing at four and competitive swimming at 10 and just, you know, remained active. But, you know, at 17, I joined European Health Spa. European Health Spa, you know, that's crazy. And then Ladies' Choice Fitness. Yeah. And, you know, I was one of those little cardio bunnies doing my step classes. And in my early 20s, I started to get into the weight training. And then, you know, I started to get a bit more interested in health and wellness in terms of food and um, building muscle and whatnot. But then the kids, we had the kids. And then after the kids came, I really started to dive into really reshaping my body and um, using food as fuel for energy. And uh, it kind of just went from there. I I thought it was a bucket list item. I always wanted to compete and um, I did uh, eight shows in four years and it was great. I had a great time doing them, but ran its course and uh, it's not something I wanted to, to sustain long term. Had a great time doing it, but uh, kind of wanted to venture in just really being active. And I'm, I run a lot and running and competing is not really um, two sports that mesh well. So mm-hmm. uh, focus on my running now, which requires a little bit more food and um really making sure I've got the proper balance. So, but yeah, I've been active my entire life and I just kind of rolled into that. That was a fun time though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming that since you're a fitness competitor, that a lot of time was spent with meal prep. So was making bars a far stretch from that? 
No, I mean, um, when you compete, you're meal prepping constantly. But even outside of competing, I think in general, society, we need to meal prep more. It's such a integral part of our, our lives, you know, our food choices and, and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we spend a couple hours on a Sunday meal prepping for the week, you just you're hedging your bets in terms of whether you're going to make good choices that week. And I think, you know, um, successful health and wellness comes about 80% from food and, you know, 20% on your workouts because you're, you're got to fuel your body with the right stuff. So meal prep's huge. If you just cook it, portion it out, Tupperware it, put in the fridge, there it is. It's ready. It's grab and go. You're not caught out and about without food on you. And you're eating consistently, you know, every three, four hours max kind of thing where you're not starving yourself all morning and all afternoon. So um, the bars just kind of fell into that. It's a great meal replacement for, for breakfast for those, you know, busy moms or dads, early hockey games, executives who have early meetings. Um, just anybody who's on the go and doesn't have time to sit and make oatmeal or omelets and all that kind of stuff before they leave the house. I fall into all those categories that you, you just named. <laughs> yeah, and I'm super guilty of, you know, hate and not doing it the night before or, you know, prepping for the week or even for yeah. the, the day after and um, getting caught up in heading out the door. You know, there's a big gap in between meals and I'm a person totally. that cannot miss meals. Like yeah. I've been given food at work during meetings because of my behavior like right. to look, like people looking at me going have you eaten man i know because you're not as alert I'm, and your yeah. energy levels i'm a little joe pesci right i just right? get angry you can't sustain yourself <laughs> on coffee or liquids all day you gotta get you know balanced protein carbs and fat every meal i'm a big advocate for all food groups <laughs> no doubt um okay so we're going to talk energy bars and many there's many energy bars out there yeah. that are pretty much candy bars there's right? a lot mm-hmm. what separates yours from the pack well, that was my whole um, issue when I first started was I was trying to find, you know, a grab and go bar. But a lot of the bars, there's a lot of sugar alcohols and ingredients you can't pronounce. And I actually would have a physical reaction. I'd get like a sore in my mouth from the sugar alcohols. And I just, you know, they didn't taste very good. And I was hungry after, which was a big thing. I just ate a bar and I'm still starving. And so I wanted my bars to taste like actual food, like literally your oatmeal breakfast in a bar. And where you could eat it, feel satisfied, and have great energy for a few hours. So there's a big difference. We we don't have preservatives in the bars, so they do go in a fridge or a freezer. So they have an expiry date. I mean, it's going to, you know, f- four weeks in the fridge or eight weeks in the freezer after that. They're not going to taste as good because we're only using uh, actual food. We'll be back with more conversation with Cheryl Zeeland about cranked energy bars after the break. We are back talking with Cheryl Zeeland about her fantastic product, Cranked energy bars, which are really popular here in Winnipeg. Okay. Um, is there a difference between an energy bar and a protein bar? That's a good question. I mean, a, a lot of the protein bars will market themselves as 30 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're getting a ton of protein in there. Um, but they might be a little uh, less um, in terms of carbs and fat. So there's a place for those. For me, I wanted to have a balanced bar. I, I 15 grams of protein, 18 grams of protein, and 15 grams of good fat, which we use peanut butter, um, and some carbs from the oats is kind of a really balanced bar. And our bodies, you know, 18 grams of protein for one sitting for a snack is a great amount of protein for most people. Mm-hmm. As I said to you, I've compared it to many other bars, yeah. and it's a, it's double than most bars, mm-hmm. and almost triple for some other bars. Was that your intent? When yeah, you I mean, a them? lot of the energy bars um, are 
nut-based, um, dried fruit-based mm-hmm. for energy. So there's a little bit of those uh, sugars in there for the energy. Um, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have protein because I, I do like a good protein bar. Right. I just didn't want that chalky taste, which when you're getting up into the 30 grams and plus, sometimes you can taste a little bit too much of the protein. And I don't think we need that much protein in one sitting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our bodies are going to process 15, 18 grams really well and use it for fuel and just do what it's supposed to do. Okay. I've, I've never tried your bars and you brought me some samples here. You brought okay. me a bar here. So I'm going to try the peanut butter coconut. Our best seller. Is it really? Uh, yeah. That was the first bar. That was the ori- That's the original butter. cranked bar that I created. And it's definitely. It smells good. It smells yeah. very peanut buttery. I love peanut butter. <laughs> And? Maybe it's not polite to chew on air. Right? <laughs> it's very good. It does taste fresh. That's that's it's a difference. Fresh, yeah, mm-hmm. moist, and hopefully you don't taste you know the chalky protein taste that a lot of the bars. More like you're eating food, food. Right. That's the one reason I eat protein bars. I drink protein shakes. Yeah. But I've always um, I don't like protein bars usually because of what you just said. They're very chalky. I can never chew them. Right. I feel like my teeth are going to yeah, break or they're going to... hard on the jaw. Yeah, 100%, right? So do you eat protein bars to, to get your protein in? Is that what you're worried about, is getting enough protein? Yeah, getting enough protein, period. Because yeah. sometimes, depending on how my day is, my meal choices aren't the best. Right. I work downtown. If I miss a meal, and when, you're, when I'm starving, I just want to eat. And at that point, if I don't eat, I get migraines. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm looking for anything. Right, and that's the last thing I want. Right. There's food trucks up and down Broadway, <laughs> and that's where I'm yeah. going like, when I'm really... Hungry, so um, yeah, it'd be good to have something that actually tastes good. Yeah, that. Uh, and a yeah, lot like, of guys who eat the bars, you know, they say one bar is about uh, eighty grams, which is sometimes double the weight of an energy bar. Yep. At, at like uh, typical ones. I'm chowing on this while you're talking. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm excited that you like <laughs> it. Um, so it's a lot of the guys say you know they can eat one and they it's filling, mm-hmm. right? You know, you still got to. Ch- chew the bar but in, but you're digesting it and there's a lot of fiber and we use organic chia in there so the chia provides really good energy when did you know that the bar was good to go how many attempts before you realized this is it oh gosh three years worth probably one tray a month trying you know tweaking this and that and whatnot so whatever that equals when you were trying to create it you were employed somewhere else Yes. So I'm actually a CA by trade. I'm a chartered accountant. And uh, I was teaching um, accounting and finance, um, contracting myself to the CA program. I love um, this job. You know that. I love this job in that. <laughs> like I said, see, no one does what, what they're, they're trained to do. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But I think it's a good mix because, you know, even as a CA, I'm all, I've always been kind of interested in being an entrepreneur, even you know when I was younger. I would, you know, have the lemonade stands or I'd, you know, have Easter cream. I remember having Easter cream eggs and taking them into grade five and like no one else was selling Easter cream eggs and nobody else could have access to them. For yep. some reason we were, we were using, we had them and I would sell them to my class I love it. and hey, make a profit. Can I try an Easter cream egg? You got a buck. Seriously. <laughs> got a dollar. It would, be like, it would be 25 cents and I'd sell it for like 50 cents or a buck and, you know, in grade five, I'm 10 years old or whatever. So I think it was a good mix. I always called myself like a creative accountant. I always had this creative side to me. So this kind of just meshed the two of them. And I just kept trying. I really wanted a really good bar for my family. That's where it started. And I knew I had something when my husband, you know, I made a tray, I put it in the fridge and I cut it up. And then all of a sudden that week it was disappearing and I wasn't eating it. And I said to my So husband, he was eating it? Were the kids eating it too? The kids were eating it, but he was taking one every day to work hmm. for breakfast. And 
you know, for the three years before that, he never touched them. He'd try it and be like, no, not very good. And it's all right. But he kept taking them to work and I didn't say anything. And I said, is that one good? And he's like, I, th- I think you have it right. And then I just did some testing on my friends and family and everyone did say, you know, there's such a need for this. And, and it kind of grew from there. So three years. Three years. Yeah. It wasn't an overnight kind of thing. It's a ton of work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. And I've noticed that you don't do a lot of marketing. You have your Facebook page, and I've I've, I've heard from people on when you talk <laughs> about energy bars, it always comes back to your bar, and and uh, your page has tons of likes, and people are always talking. I hit the net, and there's a lot of reviews on it. Good, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I find it's strange that it's getting so much attention yeah, when, well, when you're mean, actually busy working making the product. I'm right? I'm in the kitchen with my production line, and um, I'm right in there with them. Because that's where I have to be. I mean, small business, you kind of got to have to still work in your business. But I mean, I'd like to get out of the kitchen a bit more and do more fun things like this and talk about my bars. I do sponsor a lot of events and um, Winnipeg is so good for word of mouth marketing. Mm -hmm. You know, like someone will try it and tell a friend and then, you know, they'll grab two boxes and they'll, they'll tell a friend and... You know, it's just a matter of sampling because once people start eating them, they really find a use for them in in whatever lifestyle that they have because there's so many different ways to use them in so many markets. It's not just for athletes. It's not just for, you know, specific types of sports. It's for everybody who is busy. And nowadays, I think that's pretty much everyone. Yeah, that's everybody. We'll be back after the news, weather and sports and talk more with Cheryl Zeeland about Cranked Energy Bars. And we'll also be talking with Sheila Bennett, who is the owner and founder of Kitchen Sink. This is Kevin Bergen on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back, everyone. And if you're just joining the show, I'm talking to Cheryl Zeeland from Cranked Energy Bars. Winnipeggers have really embraced this product, right? Yeah, I've just been really lucky. Winnipeg's been so supportive. And I thank the city. I love the city. I mean, we moved <laughs> back here from Calgary for a reason. I missed Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I miss the people and the ability to you know, start a business here and really grow it and kind of organically, which is what we've done. So we are looking, we're doing a website. It is going to be launched in the fall. We've been working on it, but like every small business, you chip away at a website and. But you don't want it to go up wrong. You don't want it to go up wrong. And I don't want to launch a website that I'm not, you know, I want it to have full ordering access for people and, you know, some, you know, sample meal planning and some sample of my favorite workouts and some links to my favorite products. Um, that I like and enjoy and maybe a, a little bit of blog about what we're doing with Cranked Energy in mm-hmm. terms of events and where we're going to be. And so I want it to launch properly. And so it's taken, you know, a, a while. But for now, we've got Instagram at Cranked Energy and Facebook at Cranked Energy mm-hmm. and um, Cheryl Zealand at CrankedEnergy.com as an email. And people find me. It's amazing. Like people will find me. Oh, yeah, if they like something, they'll, if they they'll like find something, you. And I'm always happy to give out my text. If you want bars, you text me. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Can, yeah, we can, you know, and yeah, the, I mean, the next step for Cranked Energy is going to be getting somewhere to, to produce in terms of my own kitchen and right. storefront so that, you know, people can come right to the storefront and pick up bars and chat a bit and whatnot. So yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. It's coming. Okay. What flavor of bars do you have? Oh gosh, we have nine flavors. Well, eight, eight core flavors and then a seasonal flavor. Right, and I just ate the peanut butter coconut. Peanut butter really coconut. Good. So all the bars are peanut butter and I, based. You know what's funny? Okay, so I'm uh, people who know me. Yeah. As I'm reading this, peanut butter coconut. I mm-hmm. hate coconut. Common. I despise coconut. Did you taste the coconut? N- no, it was really See? good. 
And coconut's such a good, like, natural fat. Is it's, it? My mom always drinks coconut milk so, and coconut, coconut water. Coconut water and, and coconut milk, they're the rage. And we use unsweetened coconut. So it's so good for you. And, yeah, a lot of people who don't like coconut are shocked. Yeah. They love, like, and there's uh, coconut in every single bar. Um, peanut butter coconut was our launch. Uh, we got peanut butter espresso, peanut butter apple, peanut butter maple walnut, peanut butter... The maple uh, walnut, that sounds good. Maple walnut's really yeah. good. It's very Canadian. Um, mint chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. I just did that one and it's very successful. I have all these those in this peanut box. Peanut butter banana. i track you down. Yeah. And we've got peanut butter, gluten-free, vegan, chocolate, and vanilla. And for the... Upcoming um, fall season, we do pumpkin spice. Oh, nice. Is that going to be like only for that particular time of the year or is it going to be a permanent thing? Yeah, we do. We produce in larger quantities in the fall. I mean, you can order pumpkin spice um, as a custom flavor. It just takes a little bit longer because I got to schedule it into production and whatnot. It's not a common um, item we produce, but uh, there's some retailers that want to carry it all year. They've got specific customers that love pumpkin spice all year. My son would love that. He loves like pumpkin, pumpkin pie. Yeah. Right, so I'm sure that and it, you know, yeah. the big thing was it doesn't taste like a pumpkin muffin or anything. It yeah. tastes still like a protein bar, but you know, crank style. Yeah. It's still moist and yummy and tastes like a dessert, but it's not. <laughs> okay, speaking of bars um or cranked, are you planning on expanding, maybe making some other products in the future? Other than bars? Yes. I like yeah, to add to I mean, the bars. To add to the bars. Yeah. Well, I'm always open to ideas. My next product would be some type of natural running gel um, because I am a runner. And while I I use the bars for running, um, I keep one in my running pack and nibble on it during my long runs. I'd like a natural gel, something, you know, chia based Mm -hmm. and using natural flavors. Uh, That's kind of. That'd be a good idea. I've tried some of those gels, right? Some of them yeah, are- Yeah, they're hard. Some of them- Yeah, some of them are- It's like putting glue in your mouth. Yeah. And right? some people, I know I, I, they call it the bonk and you can bonk, bonk. On, right? You, like you crash and- Oh, I know. Right? Yeah, and it's hard. And you don't feel good running. So that was kind of my thing. I have trouble using all the gels and whatnot because whatever ingredients they're using, it's- It does get you up. But like you said, when you crash, it's almost yeah, an emotional crash where right? it's like, holy smokes, what's happened? And then your whole run's affected. Or, right. you know, if you're a triathlete, you know, and you're on the bike and you don't want to be worried when you're training about that kind of stuff. You right. want to make sure you're- able to run and bike and swim or whatever you're doing um, with energy and no crashing and no crashing after. So what you're eating during your runs and whatnot is important because you want to recover well too. Um, Yeah, but I mean, I've got some ideas. I'd like to do cranked bites, Mm -hmm. you know, like 100 calorie bites. Mm -hmm. So it's not a full bar, but like an energy bite. Yep. Um, That'd be a good idea. Yeah, smaller size, kind of grab and go from there. and then, you know, I'm always open to my customers telling me what else they'd like. I have a lot of customers who have specific flavors they're waiting for, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. I yep. think salted caramel pecan is a oh, is that. a very well-requested yeah. one. And I'm working on it, trying my hardest to get it <laughs> where it's, you know, a good natural type of salted caramel pecan bar. Um No, but if anyone has ideas for what my next product should be, I'm always open. Just shoot me an email or... Send me a note on Instagram or Facebook. And like I said, I'm a CA. I'm not a baker or chef or yep. anything of the sort, but I can definitely figure out how to how to do it with a balanced nutrition. So where can people pick up your cranked energy bars? Green Carrot on Osborne and behind uh, security at the Winnipeg Airport. Nutrition Plus on Pemina. 
Myers Drugs on William, Union Station Cafe at the Via Rail Station, Fitness Experience on Pemina, Kibo Sports Supplements on St. Mary's, Starkey CrossFit on Brazier off of Henderson, Fueled Evolution on Keniston, Pilates Manitoba on Academy, Focus Chiropractic at Confusion Corner, and the East End Arena in Transcona. Uh, you can also find the bars in Brandon at a bunch of retailers via my distributor, Lita Pichet. And hopefully we continue to grow in uh, other Manitoba um, towns and across Canada. That's the next step. Next year when we talk at this time, you'll own the world. Awesome. You'll own the energy bar That's of the world. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Problem. We'll be back after the break with Sheila Bennett from Kitchen Sink. This is 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the show. I'm sure you've heard the saying, it's got everything, including the kitchen sink. Well, in Sheila Bennett's case, that's totally correct. She's the owner and founder of Kitchen Sink, a beautiful commercial kitchen and event space located at 370 Donald. And she's here on the main ingredient to tell us all about it. Sheila, how's it going today? I'm doing really great. Nice to be here. Let's start by having you explain what Kitchen Sink is and how this business came to be. Uh, Kitchen Sink is um, a unique uh, commercial licensed kitchen. So I rent it out to small producers and caterers. And then I also have the event side. So it's a private party place. I have a full dining room license and I work with different chefs in town or other restaurant chains and um, create very unique parties. It's a beautiful space and quite large for a commercial kitchen. Was your intent to have a place that big? Not at all. It's about twice the size of what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. But I absolutely fell in love with the building. It actually reminds me of one of my favorite places that I worked at. Um, Very similar frontage. And um, I just started thinking about it and exploring the options and knew that there was also an opportunity to do events. So um, I made it work. It's safe to assume your original vision for this space is not the same as it is now, correct? No, it's kind of funny. I've reread my business plan and events weren't mentioned. So uh, <laughs> originally it was just going to be the licensed kitchen. Yep. And I thought I would have it running 24 hours a day, busy with people and activity. And um, that just never really happened. Mm-hmm. So um, the events are, are really saving me. Um, it, it's just a really flexible space. So when you, when you did stop by, you... Um, saw a photo shoot going on. Yep. So we've done we've done a few photo shoots. Um, I had um, a TV series from Winnipeg that shot in my place. Oh, nice, And yeah. then I had a French language um, show from Quebec um, shoot uh, a French-speaking uh, Winnipeg chef um, at my place for a full day as well. What was your occupation before you opened Kitchen Sink? I was in sales for about 16 years. Really? Yeah. But before that, I was in the restaurant business yep. and uh, managed restaurants, worked as a server, Um, the whole thing for about 20 years. So what attracted you to this type of business? And was the sales position you were doing before you opened Kitchen Sink restaurant related? It was. I was selling wine. So I was still calling on the restaurants. I still had my fingers in and saw what was going on. And the food side of things really gets me excited. And I just thought that being the licensed kitchen, I would know what's going on and I would get to see new techniques and new products and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, And I am. And that makes me really happy. So you started with the intent of being a commercial kitchen in a large space, and then the events side slowly took over, correct? Yeah, just, you know, there's a lot of people that um, say they want to be in a commercial kitchen, Mm -hmm. and they don't realize the cost. 
Right. And, um, you know, there's most of the kitchens in the city are not for profits. Mm -hmm. And so they're eligible for some funding. They, you know, target other groups. Correct. And so the rates are a little cheaper. Mm -hmm. um, I still have to pay rent and all my utilities all by myself. <laughs> uh, so my rates are a little higher, but it, it's a pretty beautiful space and they have a lot of room to move around. So what made you choose downtown? Oh, right from the very beginning. Had to be downtown. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the south end of the city and um, this way I had access to the whole market being right in the middle. Did you consider other spaces for kitchen sink? I worked with a guy for about six months looking for a space so I did see a lot of spaces and I got really excited about a couple other ones but um, th they weren't conducive to the co commercial kitchen. Mm -hmm. I mean it's a it's a lot of ventilation and um, the gas hookups and all of that so that was a huge consideration and the funny thing was he was a leasing agent for this space the whole time oh, but <laughs> yeah. you know he knew the size I was looking for and he knew how big that was and the landlord just got more and more interested, and I guess he mentioned me to my landlord, yep. and it just, it worked, you know? Yep. <laughs> I, I really did fall in love with the place the first time I went in there. I find it kind of funny that the space wasn't originally intended for event space, such as pop-up dinners or private parties, because it seems so well-suited for it. It's neat. I've had people from across North America come to my place for different events and they walk in, they're just like, holy moly, mm -hmm. you know, and it, and because we're Winnipeg, we can still afford to do this here. I don't think you can afford to do something like this in Vancouver, Toronto, or Montreal. Mm. The, the costs per square foot is just outrageous. Yeah, it'd be enormous. Um, so, I mean, that, that is a huge advantage to me and uh, it's just, to me, it's a really um, homey feel when you go down there. It's a mm -hmm. really warm space. Yep. I yeah. like it quite a bit. What percentage of your business is events compared to commercial kitchen usage? It's about 70% to events and really, only 30%. Yeah. As I said, I actually, um, when I first started this, I ran into a girl who had a similar idea. Yeah. And she bailed because it was just too expensive for her. And we've kept in contact. And she finally got to use my kitchen um, in June. And uh, I told her, honestly, if I was just doing the commercial kitchen side, I wouldn't be in business anymore. Mm. So it's it's great that it's a flexible space. For sure. Yeah. And right. so, you know, I, I book the events and I can still fit people in before and after. And it, it's working out really nicely. I'm not sure what that means when you say you can fit people in before and after. For the commercial side. Oh, so, so you know, I have some people that want to work overnight. Right. Or they want to be in there at six in the morning until one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, wow. Then I still have all the time I need to do the other stuff. So there isn't set hours to rent the space? It's 24-7. Really? Do the rates change depending on what time you want? want to rent the space? Yeah, the best rate is overnight. Yeah. If you're willing to give up your sleep like that, I'm willing <laughs> to give you a good rate. I was going to ask what your hours are, but I guess your hours are whatever your clients need. Yeah, you know, we have a security system and, you know, once we're comfortable with each other, they can come and go. Um, you know, I have the whole place on surveillance, so yep. we're all good. Yep. Yeah, it That's works perfect. nicely. If people want to get a hold of you for event space or commercial kitchen space, how do they do that? They can give me a call. I'm at 204-227-4223, or they can visit my website or my Facebook page. That's perfect. Thank yeah. you for coming. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll be back with more Main Ingredient right after this commercial break. This is 680 CJOB.